die from a TFC heat wave because they're on fire. Get it, sing, get it. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that gives you the gold medal, dear listener, for still tuning in after this becomes an everything is awesome podcast. We've got a full slate of events on today's show, two matches to review, Canadian women's success to cautiously celebrate, MLS wins and losses, a match to preview, dear gods, and much more. First up on today's panel, competing in the grumpy old man shakes fist at cloud 100 meter for perhaps the last time, it's Duncan Fletcher. Four games, four wins. What's to be grumpy about? It's all good. Wee! Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, puppies, and ice cream, and... Everything is beautiful. I don't know. How am I supposed to know that song? (laughs) It's true. We need lyric sheets. That's hilarious that you hit the only (laughs) mic that wasn't being used. (laughs) So, one, two, three. Yeah, okay, good. That's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, he's competing in a new event this year, the drum kit toss. This year's winner has to get it at least to the pitch to even think about meddling. It's Mark Hinckley. Yeah, and I've been practicing. There's a couple that are really nearby. I get at least six or seven chances every match. It's good. It's good practice time. And nobody's stopping me. <laughs> I'm scared. So am I. I, I'm intimidated I am intimidated. I am rarely afraid what? of Mark. But Sorry, that? you don't speak up, Duncan. <laughs> I'm intimidated out of this contest. No, so, I what? I, I, what? I, I don't think I can beat you. What? Ah, oh, God. Oh. Wait till halftime. We'll have olé, 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 No, that's not olé. one of our songs. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Tony Walsh is out with uh, hamstring again. Something. Always the hamstring. Always the hamstring. Stay strong, hamstring. As for me, I'm going for gold in the podcasters relay this year. I've got the opening leg, so I've been practicing my intros and my welcoming voice. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Hmm. Boys. Thank you. First up on today's show, RSL, one of TFC's seemingly six gazillion games in the last little while. So midweek matches during heat wave. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yay for the win, but a bit of a difficult match to watch for large stretches as the team looked really fatigued, completely out of sorts. Seba having a Seba meltdown. Mm. And, uh, but they won. Ricketts yes. got his first goal. The yes. team did manage to neutralize any RSL threats. And another clean sheet. It's hard yeah. to complain too much about it. But um, it, it was weird seeing sort of how how completely out of sorts the team seemed. Like, yes, there was a quick turnaround from the previous game, but they are at home. They didn't have to go anywhere. It's a youthful lineup, so you'd think they recover more quickly. Not like us old people that need like six days to recover. And I don't know. It was it was I was glad to see uh, Ricketts with the goal. I was sad that I was not there to see it in person. 
but you're the problem. He's it's missed true. a lot of easy chances. Yeah. I know. And then yeah. he deals that is one. Is that what it is? Mm. He knows I'm there. He knows I'm like so excited for him and he gets nervous. So next time, next game, next home game, I'll just like put out a tweet that I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. And he'll maybe, see maybe, it. Maybe wear a mask. I'm <laughs> not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I'll hi- maybe I'll hide. I'll, I'll, I'll Commit, Kristen. Part-time supporter. Do, do you want this team to do well? Do you want Tosin Ricketts to do well? I, I, that's, I think no. I don't think so. Maybe even like just a scarf kind of like wrapped around you. Oh, I can do that. I, I have like, style. I have exactly. Yeah, I have examples to our to our right. I can just mm. look and see what it is I need to do. So I'll be fine. Sounds All right. Very ultra sounds, sounds good. Mm. Yeah. Well, you guys were at the match. So any general thoughts we on it? It's true. true. You, are the, you are the real. Yes, I believe. I believe you. I believe you both. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, moment of the match. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I keep replaying over and over in my head is the. Uh, the Javinko not passing on the two and two situation, and the yeah, I think that's going to be a running theme. Yeah, uh, I because think so. it was uh, for those of you who 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 like to gloss over the mistakes of, of one petite genius. Um, yeah, so it was about the thirty sixth minute, two on two, him and Hamilton. Hamilton was wide open. The two defenders were closing in on Javinko, and all he has to do is just one little tap, which we've seen him do a hundred times before, and he just chose not to. And not only did he not get a pass off, he didn't get a shot off. He ended up losing the ball. So mm-hmm. that to me was kind of a weird, that didn't need to happen in you know better moment. Yeah. So. That was mine as well. Exact same thing. It was. It was I, so I still, unsettled. It was so, well, it wasn't well, entirely totally unsettled, unsettled, no. But, but it was so blatant to me. Be like, I am not passing you this ball. You could be standing on the on the, on the the goal line. The keeper could be like, way out of his net you could be like right there and i'm still not going to pass to you yep. it just seemed i don't know he that, that whole again that whole game Sabah really seemed to have i don't know some sort of something was bugging him and but that was it was a glaring error and I, I i only hope that someone spoke to him as much as you speak to your tiny superstar about things such as that but yeah that was to me that was a bad sort of precedent for the whole game in terms of in terms of Seba really but mm. also you gotta feel bad for Hamilton like yeah. <laughs> he needs the goals he he's really... got all this competition and I uh, help him out yeah what was mm. yours was yours the same thing no no oh. no I mean I you know I feel like at some point uh, we were talking about oh, what are we gonna complain about everyone's winning it's gonna be all happy clappy not for you fuckers apparently um I am gonna go happy clappy um, moments of the match, there are well, two of them really. Ooh, two uh, of them. One was one that he's offsetting uh, us. Mm, one was one that uh, we at the game didn't see, but uh, could witness later. Those on TV could see it, which would be uh, Jonathan Osorio, uh, his oh halftime interview. I almost got oh. fired for playing that out loud. <laughs> oh my god, that! Watch your mouth. No Fagundes <laughs> is piped in or nothing. Was one of the most friggin', brilliant freaking midfielders. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh dear. That was, yeah, that was one of my favorite things of oh, all time. I'm so Canadian. That was an entertaining tweet when I saw that uh, the next day. Yeah. Um, also then, uh, basically, when the uh, when Hamilton got subbed off, along with whoever else got subbed off in like the 50-odd minute or whatever, and uh, basically they brought on uh, both Altido and Ricketts. Mm. Both came off the bench more or less Ooh. at the same time. All of a sudden, you know, there's a new striking partnership out there, and we thought, that could, you know, what should these guys be called? You know, yeah, celebrity couples should have oh yes, agree names yeah, and, and everything. And, and what, so, what did they say? There, there was there was like 
tozy and just say yeah. nothing quite worked. Tozy. And then uh, my my esteemed colleague uh, Mark Hinckley uh, came up with the suggestion. Go on. Alt tits. Alt tits. Alt tits. That's phenomenal. I love it. Oh god, that guy should uh, podcast more. And we had a lot of fun with that for the remainder of the game. <sighs> yeah. And into Saturday's Did the rest game of our section on on like on on take on on up on. that name and and? Uh, Mary and Rose enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, All yes. right. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, no, the, the and then you know, just a few minutes after that, uh, the whole stadium seemed to really get into it. I mean, we were yelling "all tits," they'd yell "Hey!" Yeah, all tits, hey! All tits, hey! All tits, hey! All tits, hey! It was a, yeah. it was a smash hit. Yeah, it was catchy. Yeah, it's catching on. So you were getting the crowd pumped up. We were. That we, is good. Yes, I'm really yes. proud of you guys. Is, that's that's good. If nothing we else, are, how much we contribute to the culture of this club? We really do support <laughs> this team. People don't just, realize. Yeah, yeah, our you think, love and the you think efforts. it's all just doom and gloom? No, yeah. no, we actually contribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. don't forget it. It's magical. All yes. tits, hey. All right, man of the match. Uh, I'll go Tosin Ricketts. Why not? He scored a goal. Good for him. Well done. Um, that's very harsh, really, isn't it? He was only on for half a game. He didn't really do all that much. It's got to be Alex Bono, really. <laughs> I've never seen a man of the match give it taken away so quickly. <laughs> I was just impressed that the explanation for yeah, why, why it went to him yeah, it was, just was like, longer than he... Now, you know what? Take it back. It's fun. Yeah, Bono had a very good game. Good for him. Yeah, same with here. Same here. Bono was... He made he made a bunch of uh, comprehensive saves that uh, uh, the first couple of games I didn't know if he was ever going to be capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he 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 bailed out. Uh, I wouldn't they weren't I wouldn't say they were defensive errors, but you know, keeper making yeah, big time I mean, stops is always good. And, and he kind of need yeah, chances are going to happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he did good. Did good. Yeah, he's mine as well. So huzzah! Right. Right. Clacks in. Ooh, Aunga. It's been a while. Indeed. Yeah. Tony's usually ruining it. Mm. Excellent. Hope his hamstring's all good. <laughs> we'll find out next week, won't True. we? Mm. All right, go to the match. Javinko. Yeah. Yep. Double consensus, Glaxing. Oh, hey. God. Yes. Um, but yeah, aside from the pre-noted selfishness on that one particular chance, yeah, just never really got it going all game, and he was back to his like frustrated, pouty, well, and, yelling and at he, the refs. Well, and, and he yelled it, was it Marky like Del- Marky Delgado to fuck off or something? Yeah, who knows? Like, I don't know. He, there, was, there, there, was, there, was some, there was some unpleasantness. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was just a very... He had the body language of petulance, the same way that Will Johnson had the face of petulance that one game. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's like mm. if you put his face on top of Javinko's hand gestures and screaming, it would have been, that's that's what a five-year-old totally looks like. Height applicable. <laughs> Look oddly <laughs> disproportionate. Yeah. Like, why does that five-year-old have a size head? head. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, and to keep this happy clappy, yep. uh, very good home stand from Javinko. Of four games overall, you oh, can't really yeah. complain. All right, if this is going to happen one out of four games, I will take that. Yeah, I'll absolutely. totally take this. Um, but you know, looking at particularly this game wasn't a good one. But yeah, happy clappy, well done, Seba. You're back, hooray! Are you feeling okay? I am. I feel like Duncan is developing his slip personality as the podcast Never mind goes the future, on. Future, the present's so bright. I need shades. So. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. All right. right so, Vanny tactics for this one. I uh, really, I don't have anything super critical or laudatory. Like it made sense the lineup that went out. He did a. Hmm. Minimal squad rotation from the previous game. Um, subs seemed 
more or less logical, injected some energy into the game, didn't start Altidore, which I'm always a fan of. Mm. Uh, Josie, I really don't hate you. Um, I just think you're better as a super sub. Which, interestingly, uh, what's his name at uh, mlssoccer.com.ca.whatever, uh, Matt Doyle, suggesting the same thing. He's like, well, this is working out really well. They should keep going with this. Which That's, ex- mm. that's expensive. What bench. have I been saying since last year? But, but if it makes your team win, no, hey, then I'm why a- is that a bad thing? I, 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 from from a from an altruistic st- uh, uh, strategic point of view, absolutely. There's no question about it. However, uh, with uh, with the amount of money that gets thrown around and the amount of you know promotion what, but, they do for him, but the him money super, doesn't really affect it, us, though. It, it does. It, it does because they put his face on advertisements in sure, other cities. Sure, and you're guaranteed cities. to see him every game. I know, but that's... And he's done a lot of good things. Oh, he said, don't get... Like, I'm, I'm not taking it away, but the thing is that the there's the idea that if you're going to spend this kind of cash on a quote-unquote star player and he's only going to play 35 minutes every game, that seems to be antithesis of what MLS as a whole is trying to do with, see, look, we've got the stars. Instead of, hey, look, we got the stars. He's on the bench. Like, you just... I, I, I'm with you. I would prefer this if, if if this keeps the machine running perfectly. Yeah, do it. I just think I you just, can... It's it's only a matter of time before he gets 90, and then we get to I know, but to, but to look at this again, like if you look back at last year when I was beating this drum last year, and every game that he came on as a sub, he performed well. Mm-hmm. He did good things. And I think so far since he's come back, and yes, they're still you know being cautious with him as I guess they should be since the fragility or whatever but again he he does good things and and i think that i i agree with my learned colleague over at mls soccer slash backslash slash all things josie um this i i again i've been talking about this for a long time and it's not just because i don't like josie and that's got nothing to do with it i think it's a good thing i really do i think it could potentially be uh, another indicator of you know how much influence is Bill Manning having, and you look back it's like oh under like Lewicki's time when it was very much all about the fucking sizzle, you know and hey Bradley and Altidore and Javinko and we yeah. then absolutely he'd be sort of right back in there, you know I mean obviously since Manning's come along there's been a lot more sensible things have That's happened. That's true, I hadn't thought of that. And you know, is this potentially another sensible thing? I mean at least kind of keep going with it while it works, you know. It's not broke, don't fix it, kind of thing. And you know, if you're struggling a couple of games, but all right, then at that point you throw him into the starting lineup. But you know, it's maybe uh, something that's worth doing. And you know, you forget the hype and the big money. You just go with what's working for the team. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't considered his his his, his calming influence. I'm not sure I'd suggest that is what's happening right now. No, I know, but fitness. But if this were to that's like, keep going over yeah. multiple games, I think that maybe. You know, just another sign of the more sensible, results-focused, rather than the hype-focused way TFC yep. seem to be approaching the season. I just know that it's going to get to the point where he's going to start. Whether that's oh, absolutely sure it is. Depend. I don't know who who makes that phone call to to force that to happen. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, stay the course. This is great. Everything looks great. He looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I've said more nice things about him in the last three games, totaling just what around 90 minutes then the then he's done in the last season and, and a third absolutely um and and i'm seeing the meaningfulness i'm seeing his contribution because his 
on the ball technique is very important and is actually contributing. He's had some really clever moments, and we have we've not seen that over ninety minutes in many many games. That being said, let's hope that this is just a part of the transition period. And his head's in the right space, and he's confident. And he's killing it, and he just can now take that thirty minute and contribution 40 minute contribution turn into a 70 a 90 and uh ideally and but, we and hmm. we don't and we we don't wonder we if forget, he's gonna get we were ever saying bad words about him at all <laughs> we'll gonna see look, let's not get gonna need a little bit more than that i mean come on come on yeah come on but yeah all right well that's really the only other thing i have on here and just and we've talked about it already a fair bit is just is seba so it's this really interesting sort of thing this season. You know, last season, again, it was all new and shiny, and Seba had his frustrating moments or frustrated moments last year. But we seem to have this swing back and forth Seba um, that seems to be happening this year. With he's has a he's a really good like happy shiny Seba game, and not even not even necessarily scoring goals. Well, obviously the games in which he scores goals, he's like woo. But then he has the petulant child Seba games and is that something we just have to you just take that because he's a he's a striker he's a star player he's mercurial um and obviously we're going to accept it because he is you know golden boot leader right now is it 15 goals 10 assists like it's still crazy it's still crazy and and he gave everybody eight games that's the craziest part yeah Yeah, exactly he took yeah Yeah. like he was just like i'm just gonna coast for a while that's that's some Um, you know two hat tricks in the last week, no, in the last month, in the last calendar month, I, know, um, I got fifty points on my uh, on my nice, good job, uh, Captain. I, I, I think everybody playing the game. <laughs> no, no, but only because the average, the average for the week was like seventy-two, and I had like ninety-six points, and three or four of my guys were injured, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I think a lot of people have given up. I think everybody who is actually still playing the yeah. game. Oh, TFC is one of the few teams playing twice. Javinko seems in form. I, you'd be nuts you'd not be, to. You would be nuts not to. making that uh, Javinko yeah. captain move. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about like, he's mercurial and whatever. And, you know, it's like I've always said, you know, you, you can't trust a tricky winger. He's not quite a tricky winger, but, you know, he's a sort of tricky forward and that sort of thing. They're going to be inconsistent. Uh, I think I was surprised how remarkably consistent he was last year uh this year he obviously had a bit of a dip there as well like, okay so this there is where you it all are goes wrong. right i mean last season it was mainly you'd see little moments here or there but it very rarely was a whole game or you know multiple game stretch um but yeah you know it's one of those things uh i think you've probably got to take the bad with the good and hope you don't get as much bad uh you know say like three out of four games he was on fire and doing very yeah. well and things oh, are yeah. coming off for him. So, yeah, you'd take that ratio anytime. Absolutely. I'd say he's seeing him getting, like, kind of getting into his own head is, is the great undoing. And, and part of that comes from, well, there's the pressure <coughs> to try and get it done. There's the pressure of so many guys are injured. I'm putting this on myself. There's, 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 there's like a buildup to get to the point where he has a meltdown. Right. And, and, it seemed like when he finally learned or had it explained to him that you don't have to do everything, that's when everything fell into place for him. And that game, the game against RSL looked like he was trying to do everything again, mm-hmm. yeah. which made no sense because the, it was not far from this team he played with four days, three days before. Yeah. And 
it was working perfectly fine. So I, I would like to know, though, how much of that is his him doing that to himself and or him kind of looking at his teammates from time to time going like these guys aren't in my class like because you you can't help but think like anybody who comes over here with that pedigree with that resume with that expectation is going to think that sure so Mm -hmm. uh, i think it's all like very much down to what kind of happens early in the game you know things start off going well he gets an early goal or something or you know he's has some nice little passing combinations starts trusting things hey things just snowball in a happy direction mm-hmm. if things don't go well early maybe he you know he gets fouled but the ref doesn't call it whatever it'll snowball off in the other direction seems to be what's happening yeah yeah right. i agree i just want to make it clear like we're not saying that we think seb is a bad player or something we think seb is amazing but it's, it's just weird that just he can exactly go from he can go from happy shiny seba like to two goals and setting up everybody to having a complete meltdown shit show to then getting a hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's almost like sociopathic. <laughs> like that's amazing. But that's that's weird. And it's not, I wouldn't even say it's alarming because at least he can get his shit together fairly for, quickly for the next game. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's amazing and that's a great that's a great skill that that other strikers on this team have struggled to have. So, you know, all it was just it was just such a weird blip to see. Yeah. All right. Well, that puts the RSL game to bed rather nicely, I would say. Good, it was tired. It was tired. Okay. All right. So this past weekend, there was tons of excitement happening, and I'm not just talking about the Olympics. No, no. I know. MLS played a bunch of games, not just TFC. So here to tell us all about the vastly exciting adventures of the MLS teams this weekend is Mr. Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You're always on top of my podium. (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We begin on Friday night as uh, the Pizza Rats went to San Jose, which meant uh, Jason Hernandez making his first return after seven years with the Quakes. Uh, something acknowledged by the San Jose fans with a uh, banner saying, You're always one of us, something along those lines. Anyway, it uh, left, left Hernandez feeling a little emotional. <laughs> Honestly, that's the closest I've ever come to crying on a field. And there's no crying in soccer. As a defender, your name doesn't get called out a lot. Especially not in a good way. <laughs> so, so to have, to have the supporters to show me that appreciation, that was really cool. <laughs> Well, Is I cut onions in here. <laughs> oh, uh, defenders, you, 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 you don't think about it, do you? When you're, you know, ooh, you're cheering for the forwards and the goals. You, yeah, you no one think ever about thinks about the defenders. How the defenders feel. Uh, we wow. have feelings too, you know. I wow. I know. I have been such an asshole over the years. Yeah. I, I never knew. I, oh. Backlines matter. I'm also, who's you? That's terrible. <laughs> no, Maybe we'll edit that that's part pretty out. fucking great, Mark. Maybe we'll edit that one that's out. That's pretty fucking great. Damn it. I should have shut, kept that one to myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
<laughs> you you even said that. <laughs> That's perfect, though. Thank yeah. you. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of, little bit of. I don't want to laugh, but I'm disappointed in you, Mark, from from some some people here. Just, no just disa- feel, I feel it. I no just, disappointment just, at all here. That was quality wordplay, Mark. Quality wordplay. That's the second time this week. Mm. Uh, anyway, in the uh, the grand defender glorifying fest. That was this game. It ended no nil. <laughs> Hooray for the defenders! Yes, go defense! Hey. Oh, defense! Oh, oh, defense. defense! Yeah. Ah. Defense. Hey, no, this no. no. doesn't have much. There's something else. There's another one. Anyway, that was uh, New York City's 20th away point of the season. God damn. Uh, which means they are still top of the East, despite TFC being so awesome. I hear that. Mm. I've heard, I read things. Yes. I have good things. Uh, you know, despite TFC being awesome, Philly seem to have decided they have a chance this year. <laughs> um, they're going for it with trades picking up Alejandro Bedoya and Charlie Cancer Killer Davies. Uh, in separate trades and on Saturday they went to DC United who had Belden Olsen sent off uh, then they got an injury time equaliser from Steve Birnbaum uh, leaving the game 2-2 just DC's fifth multi-goal game of the season wow which is a preposterous That's, stat wow they're yeah. not good this year wow how no they're, they're struggling yep that's mm-hmm. just yep. Uh, yes so sorry <laughs> so sorry guys uh-huh. we know we know what it's like but damn mm. yep uh, also on Saturday, Houston went to Montreal, where they've never won at the House of Cheese, and they still haven't. Ah. <laughs> ah, so much for that narrative. <laughs> <laughs> I was I really excited for a minute oh, there. Yeah, you, just, you just like pulled the chair right up from underneath us, uh-huh. Duncan. Pulled the cheese string right and, from underneath uh, us. They, they lost 1-0, thanks to uh, a goal by Matteo Mancuso. Uh, Vancouver went to Colorado, lost 2-0, their fourth straight away game without a goal. Ooh. Uh, though they did get a goal and a win in CCL action in Trinidad midweek. Oh, yeah. Um, but in their last two MLS games, they have a combined three shots on goal, which isn't really a good wow. point. Wow. Vancouver. That's, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's bad. That's yeah. DC wow. United bad. <laughs> Am I right? I just learned about that, by the way. Yeah, that's good. Look at mm. you retaining information. The wins and losses subject. It's very, infor- it's it's very so informative. I learned lots. It's educational. Mm. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's this is how best. we learn about the league. It really is the best rated part of the show. This is news. This it is. It is. true. It is. Mm. This is hard-hitting journalism. Yes. Mm. Uh, the Rocky Mountain good times continued in Sexy Sandy as RSL got the ideal team to play after losing to TFC on Wednesday as the tire fire came to town. <laughs> it has to be Chicago. Yes. Talk about your rebounds. <laughs> uh, surprise, RSL won. Uh, Javier Morales got two goals and an assist. Uh, it ended 3-1. Nick Romando now all alone in first place in MLS wins with 181. Uh, Chicago, meanwhile, now have the third longest winless road streak in North America pro sports history. That's amazing. <laughs> All the leagues. <laughs> what, I, I get the feeling that that the Chicago Fire are the equivalent of the two in the two in the morning text you up. Like if you need to score, <laughs> that's like you. <laughs> Chicago Fire. Okay. <laughs> Puts on a hoodie, heads over. Sure. Yeah. It's important to have the hoodie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you don't want it. Hey, the hoodie's key. Nothing classy about that, okay? <laughs> nothing. Uh, Analogies. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, um, Chicago do at least have the U.S. Open Cup semifinal. I hope they win it. <laughs> I hope so, too. They it's, need something. That's, weird, that's the most awesome way to backdoor your way into it's, CCL. It's the, the 2013 D.C. United season all over yep. again. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, that's in the Foxy Foxborough on Tuesday. So let's hope they win that by the time you listen to this, uh, dear listener. Um, anyway, that was it for Saturday. So on to Sunday's triple header, starting with the Sporks returning to Portland. Uh, Baldomiro Toledo. Uh, uh-huh. Had himself some fun in the yes. first half, oh, uh, sending off Diego Chara and then Sonny Mustivar to bring both teams to 10 men. Uh, no at halftime, the Timbers had fun in the second half uh, with goals from Diego Valeri, Jack Jewsbury, and Fernando Addy to run out 3 0 winners despite earning zero corners and giving up 13. <laughs> That's so MLS. Yeah. <laughs> That's so MLS. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. Sports. Uh, moving on. TV hasn't figured out that the Sounders are as crap as they are perverted yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, so once again, there they were in prime time and everything. Uh, this time visiting Orlando and maybe TV won't ever have the chance to figure it out because uh, for the second straight game since Siggy left, Nicholas Lodeiro looked very good and thus so did Seattle. Even Clint Dempsey played well. Uh, yeah. He got a hat-trick in a 3-1 win. What? I know. Uh, Is he allowed to do that anymore? That feels wrong. Mm. Apparently. Uh, That ended Orlando's 17-game home unbeaten streak, uh, despite the debut of the recently acquired Matias Perez-Garcia, got from San Jose. Uh, Dempsey was subbed off after 59 minutes uh, with a slightly uncomplimentary explanation from Brian Schmetzer. He was just feeling a little winded, and this team is a team sport. What's up with that? What's the deal? What happened for me is that Jordan Morris is pretty fast, and Clint, and Clint was trying to catch up to him, and having to sprint up to him from 60, 70 meters every time we warm out. So Clint's old. That's what you're saying. That's the narrative. Yes. Clint can't run 60 meters anymore. What is the deal? <laughs> look at all these fucking young kids just Honestly, running. Honestly, yeah. Look at you running so fast. Get off my lawn. Yeah. And he's back. Yeah. Clint. Damn it. Dempsey Eastwood. Unmistakable these days. It's true. It's, no. <laughs> Not unmistakable. That's the wrong word. I, I don't <sighs> What's the word I'm trying to think of there where you can't, you, you can't tell the difference between the two? Indistinguishable. There you go. Undistinguishable. Well done, Kristen. Thank you. Words. Words. Vocabulary. Mm. Hooray. Yeah. Uh, we move on to LA where Jesse Marsh had a particularly frustrating night from the refs. Uh, New York had to sub off three players due to injuries, uh, two of them before half-time, one of them caused by a rough Jeff Laurentovich tackle. Uh, they still managed to go 2-0 up and then had two kind of obvious penalties not given as the Galaxy came back and tied it 2-2 on a last-minute goal from Ashley Cole. Oh, very distasteful. That's, yes. Yeah. Uh, Marsh got himself sent off for protesting, uh, giving the fourth official a hug on the way out. <laughs> This is very confused uh, at the time and c- completely couldn't really wrap his head around the game by the time he did his press conference. I imagine he sent him flowers too or something. Probably. Maybe yes. chocolate. Gift card to mm-hmm. Chipotle or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His comments were very confused. When asked how he felt about the game... No. And it's hard to swallow because, man, I've got a group of players that's confused. I've got a club that's confused and that's where my mind is right now. It's with those guys and the Illuminati. I think we're having a hard time understanding how this is happening and why. It's just going to make a stronger gorilla 
We're going to find a way to get stronger. We can't dwell on it. We just have to understand it. I think it's obvious for everyone else to see, McMahon. The whole league is watching tonight, Minnesota. I think everybody can see that it's painful. It's painful! But then again, we can't dwell on it. Or whine about it. Or make excuses or whatever, because this is professional wrestling. And it's perplexing. It's confusing. And it's hard to understand, Gorilla. I think I see where his confusion's coming in. Yeah, I, this is this is soccer, Jesse. Not uh, McMahon. Okay. Just, yes. Um. Excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. But really, you should drop everything and go hunt down David Villa on Sesame Street if you haven't already. It's quite amusing. What? Go on. <laughs> I, Why isn't this video? It is. It, it's no, okay. like our podcast. We can just put it in right now. Oh. You find it, edit it in. No, it Perfect. doesn't work like that. Oh, it, it can work like no, that. No, it doesn't. Put it, put it in. No, it doesn't. Oh, but yeah. you could find link in the fine, thing. Fine, then. Fine. We'll put a link in the thing. Thank sure. you. Fine. Anyway, uh, yeah, back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You can be the cocks in my boat race anytime. <laughs> okay. It's Jeroke. <laughs> <laughs> It's set to go for whole days at a very high decibel. We'll cut loose and dance in the streets all the way down to Copa, Cabana Beach. And when it's all over, recovery mode. I'm out in Ipanema to relax and reload. Cause I think we got a UD show tomorrow. And I have to go to Sao Paulo. I know. And he's at a soccer game, rides in the Speedo. I'm not Michael Caine, but I'll blame it on Rio. You gotta go to Rio, go to Rio with me. If you wanna go to Bow, go to Bow with me. Cause you need to get away, get away with me. And we're gonna do it now, do it now with me. You gotta go to Rio, go to Rio with me. If you wanna go to Bow, go to Bow. So. As we've mentioned on last week's show, and if you are a Canadian soccer fan, I'm sure you're well aware that the Canadian women are doing quite well at the Olympics so far. A rather surprising start. Not so much the Zimbabwe game, but their triumph over the Aussies. Mm. Take that, Matildas. It was, what, it was a clean sheet. They scored goals. It it was lovely. Mm. Um, And they're going into their match tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, into against Germany in a really good position, and I don't know. Such as it's been such a surprise. I don't think any of us really expected them to win against Australia. I feel like they had a chance, yeah, was, but I still wasn't counting on it. No, I, I, I was thinking they'd probably get a good draw, or at least not such a convincing win. I think. I, I think that it was such a. To me, it was a very strong performance by them. It was. I mean, especially because they were down to ten women. Just always just sounds wrong. Ten um, players, ten person. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, bit, well, the first half was perhaps more luck than anything that they got to that without <coughs> conceding. But the second half was just a, a very intelligent, disciplined bus parking with good counter attacking. That's like a missed penalty. They scored another goal. They had at least one other decent chance as well. So, yeah, huh, they played really, really well there. It's and you know. It's, played smartly as well. It wasn't just about, well, oh, well, they tried hard and did this. Is that? No, you actually... There was a plan. You defended that very well and got your attacks in when you could. It's like, this is remarkable uh, stuff, really. So, um, yeah, can't complain. I know. Goals within 20 seconds. That's always good. Yes. That's yeah, all, that's, that that's, always helps. Mm. That was the quickest goal in the Olympics, um, I think. At the very least in women's Olympics. Well, I, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe the men as well. I don't but know. But, yeah, I, that was... 
It's impressive. We'll, we'll take that. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. And then the Zimbabwe game wasn't really... The Zimbabwe game wasn't really a surprise that they won. Uh, Herdman did some smart squad rotation, sat Stephanie down for a match. Mm. Um, and then... Uh, I was a little surprised that Canada got a little complacent and let Zimbabwe score. <laughs> that yeah. was that was a bit. Oh, we got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like you know they came out, obviously got a big lead, and then seemed to kind of like just sit back and you know dial it back to like eighty percent or something. Yeah, which you know not the worst idea. There's nope. a lot of games coming up, hopefully, and uh, yeah, I think what, what we learned from the Zimbabwe game is you know once they sort of turn off the intensity switch they don't seem to be able to just easily flip it back on again so yes. maybe just don't do that just again yeah perhaps um, yeah i think my my favorite bit of that was just after like kadisha buchanan got herself a completely unnecessary and seemingly very deliberate yellow right. card so that she'd be suspended for the germany game and have no problems going for, into the quarterfinals yeah. and just the way the nigel uh, reed and, and it was claire rustad were all like oh you know, that's a, a terrible decision from buchanan that's you know it's really showing some immaturity and just like playing it so straight as if you know it's just completely out of the question that some kind of gamesmanship like, gamesmanship what? and cynicism might be in there to uh, to maneuver that yeah but that's never happened before especially really, in the sanctity of the women's game yeah it was it was very clearly exactly what she well was and it was yeah was and, like, hey, and, and everyone I'm gonna get a yellow card without yeah. running the risk of actually getting a red card it's exactly like, well, not gonna well, get hurt yeah. yeah and by all accounts from everything i've seen online from pretty much everybody and, and from getting a chance to take a look at a little bit of that game was yeah that was yeah, as you said, there was no mm-hmm. need for her to, to stand there, and there was no... Yeah, so well done. Yeah. Good job. We talked about professional yeah. fouls and... Good professional commentating. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's no cynicism in the women's game. You know, it's a good no. plucky... This is the Olympics, damn yeah. it. Everyone's trying the hardest at every single moment. Mm-hmm. And, oh. <laughs> no one games the ref at all. No. No, no that doesn't We happen. don't know what that's about. It's, uh, yeah, it's going well. Olympic ideals. So (laughs) the women's next Mm. game is on Tuesday and will have been done and dusted uh, by the time this airs. They are playing Germany, who is having an okay... Yeah, I mean, they they hammered Zimbabwe and then they only tied with Australia. Exactly. Okay. Do you think the women have now an opportunity to win against Germany on Tuesday? A small one. I would say don't go for it. I think, you know... Maybe they don't have to. That's no, the thing, they don't yeah. don't have to. I mean, basically, obviously Buchanan will be able to play. You know, maybe rest some of the, you know, older players, like the, the Tancredi, Sinclair, yeah. Matheson, whoever it might be. You know, get some Aww. some of the, uh, the, <laughs> the young some players out there, let them get some experience. And, you know, absolutely, whichever kind of B team you put out there... Tell them to fucking go out and win. And exactly, Absolutely. yeah. Just energy. Go, go, yeah. go. Yeah. Go out there. Make a name for have, yourself, yeah. kids. Yes, exactly. exactly. Here's your chance. I mean, if they do win, finish the top of the group. All right, well, Fantastic. that's not fucking bad. And you know, take your chances in the quarters. If you lose, okay, we've got the easier quarterfinal. You know, so Win-win, really. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. yeah, I would say more it's can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> if yes. the B team wins, holy shit. Yeah. All right. If the B so, team loses, yeah, the B team loses. Great. Hey, wow, look at those kids go. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Participation ribbons for everyone. Hmm. So, so far, a fairly, you know, this is this is a nice sort of 
you know, they're assured of getting out of the group stage now, whereas a week ago, you know, you never know what's going to happen. We weren't sure if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So this is great. This is on to the, on to the next uh, part of the games, and perhaps we will see a little something from uh, 2012 Perhaps. come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe. As long as it's not that ref again. Yeah. Bitch. Norwegians. I know, right? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Okay, next up on the show is Saturday's game. I was hey. there. I was there. Me too. And you know what? God damn it, that was fun. That was that was that was great. That was super fun. If you like, you know, if you like fun, you know, hat tricks and yeah, who, people celebrating and mm-hmm. stuff and smiling perfect and home stands. Leaving leaving content. Ugh. Right. That's so oh, I'm so over that. Like already. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That was, uh, you know what, there's, <laughs> there's, damn you, Tuesday, there's not a lot to complain about in this one. Um, because they did win. They won very convincingly. Seba ran riot. Um, they did the, the old 3-5-2. And... Mm-hmm. Did Mark a very Bloom. Of, Mark, yeah, Bloom. Mark Bloom. Had, Mark Bloom had Mark Bloom had a good game. He did. Just a left wing of Mark Bloom. I know. Yeah. It was like, hey, he just did that. Yeah, he's he's he doing a thing. The right back playing on the left. Okay, but yeah, he was. But yeah, good. it was good. I know. I, I hate. I hate when you get that. You look at the lineup and you just go, "What the fuck are you thinking?" And then and then, and it, then it all works. <laughs> and then it works. And, it, and the problem is that it's like. Let's do it again in the future. It's like, do we really want to we, press our last? One was good. One was good. We're okay. We're like okay. A, like if there's the negative thing of that, it's yeah. the fact that this worked. This bad idea on paper yeah. worked perfectly. <laughs> ah. Well, and the game on the weekend also, of course, heralded the return of our captain. <gasps> no, uh, not Sheru. Sorry. No. Uh, Michael Bradley. Huzzah. Who's st- I'm busy. It really, surprisingly, I was surprised that he started. I did not yes. expect first yeah. game back. There have been other U.S. internationals that have been taking a longer <laughs> time to get ready to come back <laughs> on the pitch. Ah, indeed. Who are you talking about, Mike? It wasn't Delgado capped? I don't know. I can't no. remember. Anyway. Uh, but, so yeah, so there was a few surprises in that lineup, both formation and personnel. Uh, still, Josh Williams versus Eric Zavaleta. That one still confuses me. I prefer Zavaleta over Williams, personally. Eh, rotation. They played two games in the last few days. So maybe related perhaps. to that. Uh, but really, for the most part, on the pitch at least, that was a fun game. Mm. Was Other parts was off game. the pitch, less fun. <laughs> Stupid drum corps. Uh, Hello to the family that joined us in the, se- in, the in our section as well. Yeah. Mm. We, Hi. We, we hope you had fun. And, and by hello, I mean, hello! Hi! No, they don't shut the fuck up! Hello! Olé, 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 That's olé, not one of the songs! One of the, one of the, the songs! We don't sing olé, that here! Never mind! For those of you at home who are listening to this, I assure you this is what it sounds like where we sit 
this every is the fucking full game. One seventeen, one eighteen experience, experience you're getting true, right now. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just, this, this is, is this is like, this what we bring you this podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. We tell you it's like being with us in the stands. That's really what it's yeah. like being with us in the stands right yeah. now. If you think our stick is really good, imagine having drums behind it that don't <laughs> shut up. If you think our stick is really stick is really bad, it's hell. Then it's a <laughs> unqualified hell. Pretty much. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, the game is a whole lot of fun. Um, I do feel like the first like, 15, 20 minutes or so, it was kind of similar to the Salt Lake game. There was not a massive amount going on. So it's not like, oh, shit, the entire thing was so much better and everything. But once we actually you know, got that first goal, sort of small amount of luck involved in that, and then a lot of skill from Serber. Uh, after that, it's like, okay, you know, they figured things out. New England seemed to give up a little and then just wee from there, really. All right, well, speaking of that first goal, mm-hmm. moment of the match, that would be mine. Oh, go ahead. I love that goal. That was beautiful, beautiful goal. It's a good goal. Just, yeah, you know, yeah, I love that goal. It's, it's, my, it's one of my favorite Seba goals, actually, of all time, I think. Outside of the boots, waviness yep. and all that sort yep. of thing. Yeah, that was yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, moment of the match. Uh, I'll go with the second one. Because uh, also delightful lovely. goal, mm. very very nice, and also amusing because uh, they they had the the temerity to interrupt the 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 clap that was going on. I mean, the, this is this is like the, the big thing now. This is what's important. They had the temerity to interrupt it with a goal, and so then they had to start they, again. They, they had to start it. again afterwards. My, yeah, my, my that was per- kind of hilarious. That was also my moment of the match, but uh, my my addendum to. Pretty much everything what what Duncan just said was that when it went in, now I just tuned in to see the ball arcing, so I didn't exactly see the buildup or the sh- like the kick, but I saw the ball arcing going into the back, and listening to the crowd roar. Now the first goal was amazing; the crowd ate it up like it was the best dessert ever. The second goal, it was a slow roar because it's like. Everybody started to realize, oh, something happened. Oh, something happened. Oh, something hey, happened. Hey, we scored. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was a, that was okay. a goal. Oh, was, oh, oh, oh check out that replay. Yeah. 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 Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I just, to me, that's kind of like, this is, this is part of the reason why I moved out of the section I was in to where I went to. And that's, I want to watch the game. And unfortunately, and and we were we were kind of joking about it when the when the drum drum clap thing. Are was you happening. a watcher or a supporter, Mark? Yeah, apparently, yeah, Mark. apparently, I can't be both, right? But I was watching because we were we were trying to foster the all tits. Hey, yeah, we were trying to foster that because it's catching. And I realized I can't see the drummer, so I'm like, you know what? This is stupid. Why am I? I'm at a soccer game watching a drummer. I should be watching the game, and that's when I saw the ball arcing in. So. I just think it's funny that people were more interested in the drummer. And it's, you know, do as you will. Do as you will. I'm not, I can't fault you for it, but it's kind of funny. This is the the new Mexican way of, isn't it? This is <laughs> oh, God. Wow, that's just, that just stained the whole thing. <laughs> Speak, speaking of the clap, I would also like to point out that when we had Tribal Rhythm Nation at the top of 118, as opposed to the evils the, the uh, others the others um the 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 drum drum clap worked much better because the mm. trouble with the nation guys they pay attention because they understand the game so and it worked i feel yeah oh yeah they were harmonious they were definitely we also didn't attention. do it like four times in the game yeah 
Uh, we had but, a lot on Saturday. Yeah, it was. Well, it was, they had to do it twice because that's true. Because rudely interrupted, interrupted time, with it, yeah. And then you yeah. know they did it in the second half, and then you know the players come along, so we have to do it at the end of the game as well. And I, I you know, I feel like the players should do a coordinate a Mexican wave. You know, if, oh. if only this was 1986, guaranteed that oh. that's what they'd be doing. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Bring back the blizzard. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man of the match. And I did make a non-Seba because otherwise, like, clearly, Seba hat trick. Seba had a great game. Um, There's nothing wrong with a consensus, Claxon. Also, can I ask you, what? why do you have? Why do you make us work like this? Let's just, <laughs> I had to think about other fucking people. Yes, Jesus. you had to think what about other have, players. What do you have against fun? <laughs> Kristen, not, and a great I want good you turns. to pay attention to other Jeez. players on the team mm. because they had good games too, you know. Mm. Yeah, apparently. Um... I was torn between the previously mentioned Bloom and uh, Nick Hagland. Um, I'm sure other players played well. I mean, it was a pretty comprehensive effort, but given that these guys, they were playing like they were seizing an opportunity that they feel they're not going to be getting anytime soon. And they played, I felt, very, very well. Playing above my expectation of what they would typically contribute. Mm. Um Really, after because I I had to watch the replay of the second goal at home, because th- what they showed on the screen was a little bit disjointed. But Bloom went after that guy and stole the ball, and like I don't know what the defender said to me. He was clearly pissed off at him. <laughs> so Bloom was already doing amazing work. Potentially yeah. a bit of a high boot. Didn't I, yeah, yeah. It didn't hit him. I mean, it was, yeah, but it didn't hit him. But like, there's not a lot of forwards who really attack defenders like that. And the fact that not only did he not only did he succeed, but then he Jamaica was just waiting right there, just quick little tap over to him. So that was really making something out of nothing. So full marks to his efforts. So yeah, I I, I, I couldn't really pick one and Haglin just seemed to be right place, right time a lot. Mm. So I, I couldn't find much fault in his game. So, you know, I, I, my measure with defenders is how often do I say, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Enter name here. And I didn't do it with any of the defenders, but he's had some calamitous moments a few times he's had a chance. And I just felt he was kind of he, he, he was excellent. So, yeah, those are my non suba people of the match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go with Haglund as well. I think, you know, you kind of, it's one of those things you were talking about the expectations of how they're going to do. You look at it and you realize, oh, okay, so we got Bloom and Haglund as essentially the left side of the defense slash midfield. So, well, this isn't going to go well. I shrugged very, very hard when and I saw that it lineup. It did. It went on. And I feel yeah. like that was the exact same thing happened the last time they did this. It was like Bloom and Haglund were out there in like a 3 5 2, 5 3 2, whatever you want to call it. And again, that, it went very well that time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's how it's officially written down. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you're playing FIFA or whatever, oh, do you want to play a 4-4-2? Do you want to play a 4-4-1-1? Championship uh, manager like does 3-5-2, 5-3-2, whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that's always the best one to pick. Football manager hates that. Uh, it just it crashes. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's the uh, the second time I've like, oh shit, this isn't going to work well. And it has worked well. Both of them uh, did very well. So I went, I went with Mark Bloom. Um, Yep, I was really very much impressed. Uh, that work on that goal, his play the whole night. It was like, hey, wait, Mark Bloom, Mark Bloom just did that. And, 
working oh, class Mark Bloom. And he did that Bloom. too. Yes, yes. He he worked uh-huh. his he worked as his we, way up as we've upgraded. Him. Yes, yes. What, was it lower middle class? No, no he was, he was it before was Mark Bloom. Bloom. And now he's and I said middle class. And then we we realized we, 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 we dialed it back, back a little. Bit. Yeah, class. working class Mark Bloom. Yeah, he's so class. no. You combine him with his wife, then between them, the lower middle class. Yeah, lower middle class. I think. But that was that was it was great to see. It's just it's great to see him, you know, because his first few outings were a little rocky, especially this first game. But he's come along like he's I think he's whatever back to full fitness. He's found his feet again. And that was an impressive performance. So huzzah. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost more like true fitness, but full confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a lot we you could see a lot of shaky moments and like second guessing and like, what were you the hell are you thinking? And they both they both look like like if I that was the first game I'd been to ever or in a couple seasons and you said guess which two have played like I've got a total combined of four games worth between them all season um, I well to be fair I wouldn't have picked anybody on that team because yeah. they all mm-hmm. look good Mm-hmm. All right. Very nice for Mac Bloom as well. So I feel like you know a few weeks back before he actually got in the team, and people were like, "Where's Mac Bloom?" I thought there was a lot of, oh, "Yeah, they just don't rate Mac Bloom at all." Yeah, I'm pretty so, sure yeah, we made it's nice that it he's actually in the team and doing well, and sort of uh, proving the, it's, the it's, doubters wrong. Absolutely, it's, it's kind of funny that that even at the beginning of the season and when and when the first rash of injuries, we thought, "Oh shit, this team's got holes. This team's got holes." And I mean, on paper, yeah, they were clearly glaring holes but right now and i know i know we're going to kind of touch on this later but it it seems like those those fringe players have really elevated to the point where it's like if you see them on the bench you're not going to go oh god i hope you don't have to come on too all right we're cool like the like lately chapman okay the benches have been i'm all right with this Mm -hmm. and that's a weird thing because that's not something that toronto's really ever had at their disposal other than say game one when everybody was healthy yeah i mean i think you know potentially we you've mentioned we'll be going back to this but you know let's get into this now and then yes. go back to whatever mm. i mean potentially it's just you know adversity has been a good thing we talked about how the eight games away the start of the season all right well that has helped them learn how to play away that's very useful and then we're thinking well there's going to be Copa America absences hopefully the depth can step in and prove that they're useful that has ended up being a lot longer than we would have thought mm-hmm. and a lot more extreme than we would have thought and a lot of younger players have come in and done all right and I think that was always going to be the the key to this season really is you know if we have to go beyond like the basic 11 we were going to need some of like Hamilton Chapman Endo of Delgado, mm-hmm. like Zavaleta, to step up and show, oh, yeah, if we have to play you, it'll be fine. And some of them have. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's well, going okay. And I think, you know, in years past, uh, the, I think part of it has to do perhaps with uh, maybe there is a shift in attitude in that these guys have, have come into the game A, recognizing that this is their opportunity and theirs to seize, but have worked you know, outside of the first team to elevate their game, to be able to take advantage of this. Cause he sort of sure. got the sense in years past that there wasn't, there wasn't the, not necessarily the desire, but either there wasn't the, the, the training or the learning curve this year, the learning curve is there and you, we've watched a number of them progress through the season, um, which again is an unusual thing uh, for TFC. And this is also very weird. I don't, I'm not sure how to like phrase all of this all the time other than going, I really like what's happening. It feels mm. odd to be happy. 
There's a, it there's has, a, there's has, a three game road trip coming up. Yeah, though. This, something this has gonna... to come to a grinding halt. <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it wouldn't be TFC if there wasn't a grinding halt. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Stop <laughs> changing our club. Right? Honestly. I said, I said yeah. our. Respect so tradition, yeah. won't you? <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> Give us something to complain about, yes. jerks. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been very surprising for the most part. Um, and really good. It's, it's speaks well for perhaps, um, the behind the scenes stuff for TFC in terms of player development Yeah, and bringing up younger players, the Academy, all the things that we want to have with this club, perhaps we're starting to actually see, you know, some of the fruits of that labor. So yeah. that would be really TFC good. TFC too definitely helps with that. I mean, yeah. You know, say it may be the case of with losing like Bradley and Johnson, whatever, for so long. Right? These they, guys they had kind of to, got yeah. thrown out, right? It's a sink or swim, and there's no big obnoxious superstar ego that you can or have to defer to. Yeah, just go, go play. Out there, play your game. It's on you guys. This is your game, yeah. And, you I mean, and we saw that promise in the, the first CCL game against Montreal, where there was almost no real, like, it, it was a very much a change with. A whole mm. crap load of kids, probably as many Canadians as I've seen on one, yeah. on the on on one Toronto side since maybe year one, and excuse me, and the scoreline reflected how good they actually were playing mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. When you look at like Jay Chapman, I think like this first game, first couple of games, we're saying eh, yeah. he looks kind of tentative, like he doesn't think he belongs. And now, you know, look at the last few games, he's by no means the finished product he's not perfect as mistakes that he's making no, but, but he he's skilled. going out there and he's trying shit he's, he's got skills he looks like he feels like he belongs and he's trying things yep. they're not all working so you've maybe got to find a bit of a balance there but it's oh okay you look confident and yeah. and interested in, in like you're like, thinking about the yeah, game yeah yeah, yeah. so I still so love that nice. I still love that stall that he did uh, yeah. in the one I think it was last it was Sunday's, game. Sunday's game yeah. Sunday's game like I, I went, found him on Twitter because I would, I don't follow everybody on Twitter as far as TFC goes, and I went at him as a friend, and then just like right after the goal, I said, "That stall and pass," and like legend, like that's that's high level awareness because most often not, you wouldn't think you're ten feet in, or ten yards in front of goal. I'm going to stop for a half second and then make the pass. That's crazy. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, maybe nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand. You keep going. And that one little feint threw everybody off. Perfect pass. That was, that was, that was, that blew my mind. I did not think that an academy kid, let alone most players in this league, were capable of doing something that clever. And that's full marks. Full marks to them. I'm still kind of sad he didn't score that, like, header goal a few yeah. games back. Where, you know, he made oh, the big run, then laid it off, went into the box, got the header, yeah. and uh, just bounced off a defender. I know. Yeah. yeah. So close. Mm-hmm. Goat of the match? The New England Revolution. Oh. Okay. Namely, Jay Heaps. <laughs> well then. First off, you trolled the shit out of me. Okay? You take out my favorite cuss word in Diego Fagundes. Then you take out Kamara, who is the real Kamara. You bring on Alex Bunnery's son, Canadian legend's son, who is not a legend. And then that little bugger scores. Screw you, Jay Heaps. How dare you? I used to did. I used to not have a strong opinion about New England, unlike my missing esteemed colleague. But now, you know what? You know what? I don't hate you as much as Kansas City, but screw you, screw you, New England. 
How dare you? You did them all. All of it. You can't see this, but I'm giving you the finger right now. And it's an he really audio is. podcast. Uh, heaps. It's very angry. Very angry. Um, Duncan. Your goat? Um, I'll go with Michael Bradley. Wrong, it's Jay Heaps. <laughs> Kristen, heads up. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there was second half, especially a lot of like poor passes from Bradley. He wasn't you know it was yeah. obviously his first game back. Yeah. This is perhaps a little on the harsh side, but ah, fuck off, don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, wasn't his best game. I feel like he was trying a bit too hard, trying to do too much, and yeah, no, just ease your way back yeah, in. It's okay. They got mm. it. They're good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If for for a TFC player, that would be my choice. I'm not picking the entire Revolution, Mark. I am picking the color though. Uh, Fair. All right. That's, that's a that's for a being pass. that person. That's fucking score. Yeah. Jerk. I know. Out of any of them, why couldn't why couldn't have been Kamara? Why couldn't Why couldn't he have been on side? <laughs> yes, I know. I understand that. I'm saying that I wish somebody had scored against Toronto. But it's Kai Kamara. He took his week off to play in the Dero testimonial, and he was hilarious. And he waved to us. That's just practically it's like true. an exclusive interview. It's true. So I mean, say it doesn't make much to win our hearts. No, but just honestly, actually wave to us, and we know you're waving at us. Yeah, and, 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 and we're we're good for a while. And he and and he's 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 gentleman, and he's he's well, good. He's shush, <laughs> I'm going on a rant. But no, seriously. no more ranting. We have a podcast to do. Fine, it's no place for ranting. Fine. You had your. I rest. have a match report. <laughs> I, I'll do the next one. That's fine. Fine. Uh, vain right. tactics. So we've sort of talked about this a lot already. Um, I always get kind of nervous when Vanny does the three-five-two because I'm like, ah. or whatever the one Duncan says, whatever that one too. Especially without some of our stronger players. But as we've been discussing, the these guys are maybe our stronger players now, and this lineup worked, and it worked really well. And a speedy and dangerous, you know, T-terrorist team got nothing really out of this game. They looked. I forgot that I forgot that Fagundes was playing. I forgot that Lee Wynn. I totally forgot that Lee Wynn was playing. Yeah. Until they showed him on the screen, I was like, "Right." Yeah, you have really disappointing. You have really hair disappointing now. hair now. Mm. I was very. I'm still very disappointed in his hair. I don't mm. like it. I mm. liked his old hair. That was fun hair. Um, but yeah, it's uh, other than you know talking about Michael Bradley. I think Bradley could have been subbed off. He, he didn't. Yeah, he was not his commanding self for the whole game he started off brightly i thought the first half was solid i would have maybe been like all right good job welcome back thanks for coming out and starting and all that stuff Mm -hmm. have a rest get some applause whatever um so yeah but really not too much bad to say about those tactics really it's again good to see there's like a little bit of variety of things that you can do and yeah. it's like and they yeah, work you know you got yeah. some players injured and a few players that have played a bunch of games you need to rest them you need to rotate you're maybe not playing your strongest team so maybe go with something that's a little more defensively solid and play yeah i'm good to uh, see a little bit of adaptation uh, especially adaptation that works so it, it's crazy that that it works it's worked so well like i expect you know if you're going to make three or four drastic changes, that these two weren't too bad, and this guy was okay, and this one kind of had a messy game. These were whole, not well, not wholesale changes, but they were significant changes, and it was service as usual. Like that's weird. Like that's that shouldn't that shouldn't happen, and it certainly shouldn't happen to Toronto. 
History. Hashtag history. Mm. Really, the most important thing, which you're both tradition. Missing, That's the one I want. Which what you're both missing is that Ashton Morgan played. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about him. For longer than like two seconds. I know. He like, played. Like three minutes, but still. No, he went on. Was the 80th oh, was it 10? Minute. Oh, I thought he was, for some reason, I thought it was 88th minute or something. No. Yes, you're right. It was longer than that. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, I, if that was supposed His to be a token. His foot is healed. He's back. If that was a token run out, hooray. Because that's, that made, Ashton Morgan on the pitch makes me feel happy. That always makes me feel happy. Has a song you ever taken Morgan in caps and quotation marks yet? I you know, Morgan obviously got to 100 first, but I presume Osorio's overtaken him by now. I think he has. I haven't looked it up lately, but mm. he's, you know, Matt Morgan hasn't played for a month, month and a half. Yeah, it's been, he barely played even when he was... That's really, true, yeah. He? So I, as Osorio's been more or less an ever-present all season. That's true. It's, uh, I feel like our, our fact-checking desk is looking this up <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> as of right uh, now, according to this, um, MLS appearances, Osorio's got 101. Morgan, 93. Total, overall, uh-huh. Morgan, 121. Osorio, 112. Ah. Morgan's up to 121. Uh, <laughs> between CCL and Canada Cup. Sure. He, Morgan's got 17 CCL appearances. Canada Cup? Um, what are you talking about, man? Are you talking about the, the Voyager's, Voyager's Cup? Voyager's Cup? The Canadian it's a, it's Championship? A, a Canadian Championship. That's what CC would stand for. The Voy- it doesn't say the VC. Canada All right, I'm just, I'm just expanding on acronyms. The Voyagers Cup, Thank pardon you. me. Mm. Uh, yeah, he, they both have pretty much equal appearances, but uh, Osorio was not, not here when we had all those glory runs in the on the continent. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird Good to times. say, because that's, yeah. that's not a thing. But yeah. I'm looking forward to 2017. Yeah. Games. It's going to be great. Please let it be a Mexican Please team. Please let it be a Mexican team. I don't Come on, not, give us this. I don't fucking want to see Kansas City. <laughs> I Yay, just don't. I, give me, give me like Juarez or or Pachuca or or Cruz Azul. Please give me Cruz Azul. I love those guys. Unless we can get Chicago, because then but oh ah, yeah, Chicago totally guaranteed qualification. Yeah, if you they up? win the they win the Open Cup and yeah, woo, get your hoodie. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> All right, um, uh, MLS live and chill. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hashtag. Right yeah. Oh, thank you. Hey, good one. I like it. Um, so, a couple other things before we move away from this game. Yes, happy shiny, fantastic, super fun to watch, perfect homestand, all those good things. Uh, except for the thing we've referenced a couple times, which is that awful drum corps in our section. Ugh, yes. Um, they were back on Saturday and mm. louder and more annoying than ever. Mm. Like seriously, it, it we, we you think we're just, you know, misanthropes and we like to complain about everything. You do not understand unless you I stand like in complain. 117 and 118 how fucking loud these guys are. We literally do have to shout at our neighbors to have even the most remote conversation. Uh you can't concentrate on the, on the game. You cannot enjoy what is happening in front of you and for a game like that you want to be able to be full in and watching what's going on instead i'm thinking do i leave do i go stand somewhere else for the rest of the game to Mm -hmm. get away from the drums which is i i had considered um it's just i'm sure they're talented i don't care let them go be talented somewhere else i i think i think one of the one of the telltale signs is that whoever Whoever signed them, or at least keeps re-signing 
whatever set of instruments that's supposed to play up there. They have never sat in front of them for an entire game trying to watch. They, they've 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 they went to a gig or went or saw them in a parade or wherever the however the tryout actually went. It was not nearly as loud or as long as as everybody else has to endure. When you have to see parents who willfully bring sound canceling headphones for their kids, you've got problems. This isn't because of the crowd; it's because of the drums, and this isn't because we sit right in front of them. It's because every you can. You can't hear yourself think for a radius of about 10 rows and three sections in all directions. It's annoying. And a little bit of empathy would be nice. If any one of them would like to come and join us for a game, I assure you after 20 minutes, you will want to fire them. But you won't. So think, just think about who has to yell at their neighbor to have a conversation. Because it ain't you. So my question, and it was it was meant as a as a jokey question, but it's actually kind of a serious question too. What tactic can we use to remove these guys from our section? You know what's good for uh, uh, for hand the the skins for the hand drums. Um, this is as as a drummer, I hear that uh, poison ivy and fire ants are really good to keep the heads loose and give it good sound. So I think we should mm-hmm. just volunteer to splash some of that on for them. Yeah. What I've heard, mm. gloves with like little drawing pins, tacks, whatever you call them over here. That kind of really the, uh, does, yeah. The it amplifies the, the. It really helps with like the grip and everything. That would make sense. Yeah, the acoustics yeah. would be fantastic oh, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was should just, try these both these suggestions. Well, but also you you don't want to lose uh, you don't want to lose hold of your instrument. Um, a, a light coating of of uh, super adhesive. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. That's true. You need. Because sometimes those stands aren't going to hold them. Exactly. And sometimes it the gets windy. Not, yeah. yeah. The weather's mm-hmm. not your friend. We're just mm-hmm. helping. Um, I also thought, pelt them with streamers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I threw it the wrong way. 20 times. Yeah. Well, if, if throwing it on the field will get you suspended, throwing them that way must get you, what, like six seasons tickets or something? Something. That's just it's science. Just, it's just science. Yeah, it's yeah. just logic. Yeah. I'm just, anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's just we, we try to joke about it, but it's, it's frustrating. Personal, it isn't. Again, I'm sure they're talented. You guys. I'm sure you're super you nice. You seem nice, but, but this is not. I don't know if you belong. If I was stoned around a campfire, I'm sure you'd be great. Yeah, but like I don't. <sighs> do you know a song? Like a song? Like could you show me sheet music of a song you play? Because it must be the size of a binder, because it plays for 45 minutes nonstop. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. That's that's, that's a music that's, rant. That's yeah, what that yeah. one was. That, that, that game, that Tribal Rhythm, was back. That was the best thing it's ever. It's weird that we didn't like them until we had something worse. <laughs> yeah. And then he came yeah. back for one game with four of them. It's like, oh, this Steel is great. Drums it was much more soothing. Yeah. And, and, and again, they're, they're always there. No, okay. and they, they, they pause ah, to watch the game like and enjoy. And a nice chair. Yes. And they, oh. again, they, they participated in the clap well. They followed and understood. Mm. And although, oh, one other thing about the clap, though. Huh? So it was, it was kind of funny, but also a little bit annoying. Wait, how's, the, that, how's that go again? All oh, tits. Yeah, clap. Okay, good. Right. Oh, um, hey. yeah, or, hey. or as it happened yeah. in the the last one on Saturday was when both the <laughs> drum corps and some guy in 118 who wanted to be a bit of a dick um, faked out <laughs> ah, large sections yeah, of yeah. our part of the South Stand by 
hitting the stands or the seats or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, like, was it? no, it no. no. <laughs> Simon says, don't clap. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then that just leads to more people having to actually focus on the on the big drum itself rather than watching the game and just like listening for the the sound. Mm. It's true. So you know it, it's a little kind of productive, but at the same time, fun. Agreed. So I could worship from above, and when I climbed down to be set free, she took me in again. There's a big, a big hard sun beating on the big people. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks! Cartits! Blankety Blank! Blankety Blank! Blankety Blank! Blankety Blank! Blankety Blank! Cartits! Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was... For his last meal as Seattle Sounders coach, Siggy Schmidt, Blank. Gentlemen, before we get to this week's winner, what do you have for this blank? Siggy Schmidt obviously ate all he could. Then he uh, basically told Gav Lagaway, all the management people, you know, your team fucking sucks. Good luck, Schmetzer. You're not going to win anything with this. You guys can take the fucking metal rod out of your cock and stick it up your own asses, you fucks. Stormed out. As he was leaving, he saw Nicholas Lodero coming in and thought, no way, I can win with this. Oh, you, you fucking bastards. I... I, yeah, it was irony is too much, mm. especially with the whole rod thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's just true. that's mm. just uncomfortable. Both ends. <sighs> For his last meal, Siggy Schmidt will suffer in each of the seven stages of indigestion. First, there'll be the disbelief indigestion, denial indigestion, <laughs> the bargaining indigestion, guilt indigestion. Naturally, then he'll have anger indigestion, which will lead to depression indigestion, and finally, there'll be the hope indigestion. So. Does he get to acceptance? Well, that is hope and acceptance, acceptance yeah, hope, that's pretty right. much. Okay. Yeah. It's the same indigestion, same gases, same, mm. same acids. Um, for his last meal, uh, as Seattle Sounders coach, Sadie Schmidt, mm. reenact the classic Monty Python skit, Mr. Creosote. With, uh, Go on. I'm going to. With uh, Brian Schmetzer as the mentor d, although I'm not, I'm going to do it in the French. And finally, Monsieur... A waffle thin mint. No. Oh, sir, it's only a tiny little thin one. No. Fuck off. I'm full. Oh, sir, it's only a waffle thin. Look, I couldn't eat another thing. I'm absolutely stuffed. Bugger off. Oh, sir, just. just one. Alright. Just one. Just the one, sir. Voila, bon appétit. And he gently places the thin mint into Ziggy's mouth and then <laughs> dives for the equipment room while Ziggy, suddenly realizing something has gone horribly wrong, and explodes all over. Wow. Yes. He couldn't eat another bite. <laughs> but then, Schmetzer comes back. Thank you, Ziggy. And here is your check. For services rendered. Ah, very nice. 
So this week's winner is a uh, first-time winner at the Kings in the North. Hey. Which king? I don't know. They never really identify themselves. It's, Dante? It's a yeah. little Was suspicious, he from the North? really. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it could be. That's true. Yeah, yeah all right. Um, anyway, I'm sure it's Illuminati-related or something. So their response was... Maybe oh, it was a collective answer. There we go. Mm. Yeah, they probably put it to uh, for to a to yeah, a to a vote to as part of the membership. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So very democratic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. For his last meal, Seattle Sounder coach Ziggy Schmidt muttered under his breath and said, "Why didn't you take the TFC job logger way?" Mm. Yeah, that That's seems good. reasonable. That That's good. Seems Layers. Potentially factual. Yeah, <laughs> much yeah. like Ziggy Schmidt's last meal. <laughs> Layers. Layers. <laughs> I'll have it. I'll have the 28-layer dip. (laughs) It's seven layers times four. (laughs) And a trifle. (laughs) Trifle, is that three more? (laughs) All right. uh, Next week's Bitchy Blank is, the reason TFC aren't getting enough attention from the media is blank. Damn that evil media. Seriously. No one will give TFC love in the media. They're so they're so not mainstream. I like it. I like to bet it was indie. The indie media, not mainstream. Mm. Sellouts. As always, please do send us your answers to us on Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit, or in the comments underneath the episode when we post it online. Play as often as you like, but do get us those answers by five o'clock on Monday. Thanks. Lamstream media. Am I right? Oh, oh. oh. Sing. got him. Yeah. Happy, happy, joy, joy, 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 joy. I don't think you're happy enough. That's right. I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Now, boys and girls. Let's try it again. Happy, happy, joy, joy, 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 joy. If and you ain't the granddaddy of all liars. All right, and lastly on this week's show is, of course, the look ahead to this week's game against Houston. Creamsicles. Yes, indeed. A brief uh, road trip for TFC. I think it's three games on the road. Three. Three on the road. Oh, dear. Mm. Only only TFC where three games on the road be considered brief. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. This is nothing. When you go on an eight-game road trip. That's what I mean. like a little vacation. Wait. They're going to tour the States a bit, I mean, see some sights. Check out Club Escobar. Take a picture. Club Escobar. You can run, but you can't. Club Escobar. I wonder if Club Escobar is still going. I hope so. I know, but that beat totally is. Oh, yeah. So anyway. How the hell, though, do you... You've only got nine away games left. You've got sort of five months of the season left. How the hell do you manage to have a three-game road trip in the middle of that? Argos? Yeah. Maybe. Fuck those guys. Seriously. Mm. Anyway, on paper, this should be a, a good outing for TFC. Houston are pretty dismal this year. They're mired at the bottom of the Western Conference. Um, however, they are still kind of annoyingly solid at home. 
And while they are not pouring in the goals, they're also not really leaking them either. They have a pretty solid defense and that's annoying and will be potentially, I think, out of, um, you know, for their first away game to go play Houston, this sort of the new look Houston, uh, to have them still be, you know, a good team at home. It'll be interesting to see TFC visiting, um, you know, a team like this that has at least their home shit together. And I'm not entirely sure I'd use the word interesting. I think uh, boring. As, yes. Yes. It's going to be boring. Uh, as you say, since uh, Wade Barrett took over, Houston have just been very, very, very defensively focused. I have no complaints about that. You know. Yeah. Fair. Um, but yeah, they're a pretty desperate team. And then you know you add in the. The August Texas heat, I'm sure it'll be pretty hot and everything. No one's really going to be up running around and basically just get ready to fall asleep in front of your TVs. Except for us. Hurrah. Guess we'll be out. Right. Uh, Yes, we will. Nothing says uh, happy birthday, happy party time like in Houston. Houston. That's why we need alcohol and lots of it. Clearly they don't care about us. No, they don't. They never do. Why can't we have something nice for our birthday? <laughs> Sorry. Like yeah. sporting Kansas City and kicking the shit out of them. And then, of course, quality Vermees quotes. Mm. Well, yeah, that's always good. But mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. We can have our dreams. Player to watch in this one for you guys. I'm actually pretty engaged in this, more of this uh, this oh. duo, this new duo. Let's um, hear it. The Ricketts and Altador. What, oh. what do they call again? What did I call them? What it was, uh, it wasn't, it jo- wasn't. To- Rickador. No, no, it was something like that. No, no, it was... Um, oh, oh, which, oh. What? Alt tits! Yes, it was all tits! Yes. Oh, God, uh. I love all tits. That's, 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 that's my favorite. It's all good with all tits. It's true. See, now so it's, it's hard it, to go wrong. Now it's going off the rails. Little, just that's, that's kind of our way, though. I know, yeah. I know. But it was It was meant to just be hilarious. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> never there, any subtext involved at all. I know. I, that's not That's not our style. Everything's very direct and blunt. Um. Mm. Yeah, I, I I I do like seeing more of this this partnership just because what few blips we've seen of it seems very different than what we're used to, and it's kind of fun and and it's just it's an at least with with uh, with Ricketts it's another it's another way of attacking that uh, that we don't usually have, which is that pedal to the floor, blazing speed. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is it going to go in? So no. it'll go close though. Sometimes yes, yeah, like it did. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm that's 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 who I'm looking to watch. But but as far um, as Houston, yeah, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of going for like a Houston player to watch, really. As far as I I don't know, is Kibotora still there? Yes, it's Kibotora. Oh, in that case, Kibotora. You mean still there? Still there? I don't know. Maybe he went back to Mexico and become a hero. I just six games. I just he was he was the only reason to like Shivas. Right. And I. Don't really care for Houston. They're they're so gray mouse of a team. So I, it's just a shame because I really like him. Uh, Haven't we talked about the gray mouse thing? I'm sure I've explained this. Anyway, talk, it doesn't matter. Talking of uh, the Chivas, fun little thing I noticed somewhere uh, today. Which team has the most recent away win? Chivas or Chicago? Shut up, Chivas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were terrible that last season. Yeah, for when they existed. They, exactly. They, 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 they don't even... Uh, oh, isn't that great? Fun. Oh, that's... Uh, anyway, play to watch Colin Warner. You up? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's where he was now. He's always good for, like, one or two 
kind of scruffy like goals from outside That's the box true. a year. And you know, why not uh, win it against TFC? Wow, I I yeah. I forgot that's where he was. I had Cubo Torres as well, just because I was he's kind a of big excited. Part of their uh, their, know, their, their solid their defense, solid defensive thing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I feel like he Colin Warner actually scored in Houston for TFC. If yeah, I, that I believe one game, like round about the Escobar three time. I think just when Mariner first took over and everything, I feel like there was a like no. a three-three game or something. I'm fairly certain Warner scored in Houston at some point. Okay, I could be wrong. Eh. you could be Thank right. You. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words to that song. <laughs> I can't even think of what song that could might be left. Be. You could be right. Yeah, that's probably it. Like right. Tosin Ricketts. Sure. He makes Messi look shite. Absolutely. So TFC are back on the road, as mm. we mentioned, for three mm. games and are coming off the fantastic homestand, the perfect four-game homestand, which they... 12 goals. You, you cannot complain about no. averaging three goals per exactly. game. Exactly. It's not even possible. Oh. So the question is... I was there, right? I went to some of those. absolutely mm. were there. I was just checking. Yeah. This is weird. Um, is, can the team... Can they carry this momentum onto the road? Can they just be like all right we've figured this shit out we we know what we're doing now regardless sort of of who's injured and who's not injured and and what lineup we throw out there can this be something that they can replicate um on this road trip and take over the east or hang with new york who can't seem to going to boldly predict they do not continue scoring three goals a game over this that seems very fair Um, controversial yes yes hot takes it is the hottest Uh, (laughs) um i think they'll do okay they'll probably get you know three or four points out of this whole thing and that'll be fine yeah that seems about right i i can't i can't see them Lighting it up as as we've been so spoiled with. Oh <laughs> my god! But um, I, I could I could still see it looking like say a typical TFC performance where it's it's a lot of control, a lot of forward progression, but just not converting as many you know shots into goals. There'll be one one nils and one ones, and maybe a two one if we're if we're, if we're really good. But uh, yeah, I, I'm. I, I think I think the goal production is going to reduce, but I I think the four getting four points in the next three games, that anything asking for anything more would just be outright greedy. All right, well, so we're playing Houston, then U- the Union, and then Orlando. Those are the three away games in that order. Yeah, um, so yeah, not you impossible. Know, there's a week to recover from the travel of the Houston game, and then flight down to Orlando after the Philly game. So the ref can screw us. Yeah. Not so bad. Uh, yeah, I think, again, I think there'll be, Bitter. I don't think they're going to, you know, have a, I'm not going to have another San Jose. I don't think. Because that game still Likely. gives me yeah. nightmares. Um, but I, yeah, I think, I, I, I look forward to seeing them on this road trip. Just sort of seeing how, you know, over this last while, they sort of seem to, like I said, have figured some things out. Does this translate to a, to a road journey? So it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vinny Tactics and I've sort of put I put does Josie start does Bradley start I, I don't, again I don't know that that Josie starts yet still um, I think Bradley probably will there is a question of Sheru being fit for this game though Good. and does that does he see some time do some of the kids sit mm-hmm. do you slot him back in after all the good work he did before he got hurt 
Um, Because he was one of the, again, one of the main reasons why TFC did so well during um, that stretch, really. He's only been gone for three games. Oh, come on, Those three games are really good. He was was the the best player in the team, but I don't think he really said that TFC did so well during that stretch. They didn't lose a a lot of games, They were just sort of like chugging along and, well, this kind of looks... Why do you refuse to give Ben Washeru love? What do you have against him? I very much enjoy Ben Washeru. As I say, he was probably one one of the brightest spots during that time, but for a good couple of months... Gypsy were just sputtering along and not really doing any, doing all that much and relying too much on Seba and it just, it wasn't quite fully working and you know, the last few games it's when it seems to have really started working I'm not saying that it's because Sherry was out but I, I don't think he can be suggesting oh yeah, TFC were doing really well when Sherry was in there, he kind of kept them going at an okay level but they have been better in the few games since he dropped out that's all I'm saying. Uh, Such a hater. I will like, also Marquise say... Marquise is gone, so he needs a new whipping boy. Like. There's, there's always somebody on the chopping block. Dude, Dude, which, I'm English. They're French. Well, exactly. I was going to say, there's clearly some deep-seated but, prejudice uh, operating I, here. I, I do. Oh, and so is Perquise. Oh, it's all coming together now. Mm. Um, we don't have yeah, any Quebec players I on our team. Also, no, no, I think right. we're okay. <laughs> uh, not entirely sure the... Uh, August Texas Heat is the town to be reintroducing a uh, sort of 35-year-old guy after a few weeks off. So Fair. maybe you know the midfield has looked all right these last few games. Uh, just have him on the bench, see what happens. Maybe sort of ease him in slowly, and you, it's not broke, don't fix it. It doesn't need to be fixed right now. Yeah. Um, but to answer your other questions, oh. Bradley will be starting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He'll play 90 minutes for every single game. He's fit now because Michael Bradley. Woo. Uh, Altado bench still. I'm going to say, um, yeah, I think we'll see Sheru, but it'll probably be a substitution. Um, I wouldn't, as much as I would like to see it be a case of, okay, Bradley, you're obviously still a little frustrated, not quite match fit for the whole 90, I should say. Uh, but... That'll never fucking happen. He'd have to have an absolute nightmare of a game for that to happen. But I think we can still see Sheru, um, as far as Josie starting. Yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna go with uh, with with the esteemed colleague. Uh, I, I yeah, he's gonna be a sub. I think he. I wouldn't be surprised though if it becomes closer to more of a full half rather than the whole ninety. Or sorry, like thirty minutes or twenty five minutes. Pull the trigger on him earlier just to see if, if they're if they're stale. If they're not really moving the ball around as well or at least executing that you know those last couple touches towards net then yeah i I could see him coming on right at the start of the second half all right sounds reasonable i think uh i think we'll see uh i don't think we'll have the three five two this time though i think we'll see more like the diamond or whatever again players will be rested exactly morrow will be back in better shore and have a full strength back four choosing from and go with the back four yeah so, quick question, or last question, sorry, before we walk away from uh, from this game and get our predictions in. Um, have your perceptions of TFC changed at all after the homestand? Like, do you feel like there has been a corner turn? This is, is there more potential for some success this season than perhaps we thought at the beginning of the season? Or is this still very much a wait and see? Like, it's still only August. It's not even middle of the August yet. There's still two and a half months left in the season. Um... I think those are all valid points. There's a lot of time left. But, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely 
uh, look better than you would have thought. Mainly for just, it seems like there's a plausible sort of plan B or C, really. And I think even going into the season, saying, hey, you know, you've built yourself a, a decent first team on paper there. And she'll so, say, well, what's going to happen if people get injured? And all right, we saw that and it wasn't terrible. And we've seen a few different formations and everything. So, uh, yeah, it's, it does suggest that, okay, there's there's more to this team than just, well, let's hope Seb is in a good mood when the playoffs come around. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, that is, a, that is a positive change, I would say. I think, Happy clappy. Yeah, I, I, I think I think my perceptions are that I hate to say, I want to say old habits die hard, and that's and and if if I if I if if I could forget the previous eight and a half nine seasons, sure. I'd be like, yeah, we've turned a corner. It's clearly they've turned a corner. They've been playing with the lineups and seen success, uh, and and even if you have hiccups, you can go. Well, that was just that one game. We've still seen this work. Everything's, you know, shiny, happy people holding hands. <clears throat> However, this is Toronto. And it wouldn't be Toronto without a proper bed shitting at some point in time. Now, yeah, that's the pessimist in me. But like I said, we've got history on our side to support this pessimism. And I'm not typically a pessimistic person. I do think that if I could be completely objective as much as, as objective as you can be, yeah, they have turned. They've totally turned a corner, and and it's the de- it's the depth that doesn't have me scared. That's what it is. It's the success is nice, but I've seen good to very good performances from just about everybody on that bench. So I'm confident, but I can't help but think in the back of my mind it's all going to fall apart. <laughs> Sorry if that's the voice in your head too. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Like I, it's. You know, I want to be, I want to be all in on this. I want to be like, yes, this is what's happening. And I'm just not quite, just not quite there yet. And it's not that I'm not enjoying the success I am. And I'm really pleased to see the progression. And yeah, to see the, those young players have come along and to not be afraid of the bench, as you said, and to see how well they have played through this stretch and, and carried the team through, you know, four major injuries. And, you know, we're still without our number one keeper and we're still without what was, you know, one of our strong contributing midfielders. So there's, there's other players who are still returning at some point, probably September now from the last few things I've read or seen and still not that concerned about it. Like I, I I would still rather have Clint Irwin in net Alex Bono. You're doing, you know, yeoman's work out there. Leaps and bounds. But I would still rather have Clint Irwin. There, there were still a f- couple of yes. dodgy moments. Oh, yes. Oh, where, where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, Come back. Jesus. I, yes. Come back. <laughs> um, and Why yeah. is he not on his bungee cord right yes, now? Yes, exactly. Bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> we need the thing where we can just mm. click the button. Yes. Um, and yes, I think Will Johnson's presence in the midfield would be welcome uh, in any number of games. But they're managing to do it without. So it is, and it's, it's again, it's hard not to feel positive after that homestand, but again, it's TFC. It's nine years of, Mm. you know, so I will be happy and I am happy, but I am not like, yeah, I forgive everything. Cause no. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the main thing where it's it's not just about, oh yeah, we got four game win streak. I mean, more than that, 
I know this has been going on for you know, since the end of last season, really. Yeah. They've looked like a, a proper, more club. sensible club. Yeah. And, you know, I keep going back to Bill, Bill Manning, Manning but whatever. I, I probably have a big Bill Manning crush um, on him. But, yeah, you know. They've We've seen your bedroom wall. We know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they seem to be focused on defense. I mean, he came out and specifically said they're going to be do that, and they seem to have followed through on it. They took the Voyager's Cup seriously. They made, you know, a lot of signings that were, you know, defensively solid and made sense within MLS. The tactics have been better. It seems... You know, yeah. less about superstars and hype and flash and what have you. And I, yeah, they, they, there's a lot of things happening sort of behind the scenes that actually seem like a, they're up. becoming a yeah more mature, sort of sensible club. And we're actually sort of getting some good results as well. It's, you know, one of those things like, yeah, you, you could almost like this team again. Yeah, exactly. It's almost, almost. like, it's almost oh. like year one again. Yeah. It's almost like I, like, 100% unequivocally unequivocally want them to do well yeah I, it's been a long time yeah i know like i said this is a weird this is a weird time and and joking ha- half serious half joking you know we've had a couple of, i've had a few people send me messages or ask so you know so what are you guys gonna do now i'm like well we're just, we're gonna keep podcasting oh yeah how are you gonna do that i'm like like we do every week you know we're something always gonna we have every week we're gonna you. have something to say thank mm-hmm. you we are gonna take over the world we're, there's always something we're gonna have to talk about whether it's whether it's positive or not screw and it up. we will find <laughs> just a matter of time <laughs> but even if they're not screwing up we'll still find stuff to talk about like we're still who we are so um we don't exist based on a, a negative sphere you know we talk about ourselves you know call ourselves the cynic circle and all that stuff but that isn't you know, we're only saying what's that because Tony's that, not what, here. What's that by phrase? The, the vocal minority or something? Yes. Yeah. That sounds, so, sounds kind of complaining. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it does. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But I, I do think that, again, I still think, good. regardless, we look at the team a little bit differently than some people do. And I think we're, that it's good that we do this still, regardless. Anyway, it's I don't know. Therapeutic. It is therapeutic. Oh, and sorry, the story I was trying to tell you guys at the stadium on Saturday about when I was on the subway. Go on. Was on the subway. I was not at subway. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat fresh. I was wearing my Canada kit, and a father and son came on. They were dodging from a non-air-conditioned car to the air-conditioned car that I was in. Smart. Mm-hmm. That was a fun game to watch on the way to the subway station. And uh, they came in, and I saw the son go one way for a second. And I heard his dad say, no, 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 we'll stand over here. She's wearing a Canada kit. So they came over to stand near me, which was hilarious. And I heard them talking and they said something about um, a, a, a Twitter. They were joking about saying of a Twitter account just to talk about Altador. And it wasn't meant in a necessarily nice way. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What was that about Josie Altador and Twitter? <laughs> so we got into this little conversation and about about the team and stuff like that. And I was like, And they oh, love yeah. our podcast. Well, and, oh. and I said, well, you know, my friends and I, you know, we have a podcast. You have a podcast? Oh, what's your podcast? So... You know, I was out there promoting the podcast to the people, and the dad is like, "Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna listen." So if you do listen, hello, this is for you. And um, if this makes it into the podcast, <laughs> it's good outtake, I guess. <laughs> Burn people yeah. on the bus. You wait till the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna ride but, this uh, out yeah. for your props. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it was just it was if she said, "Oh, and they, yeah, they recognized it. They knew they were yeah. big fans." Then yeah, then, that's yeah, an immense show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we lead with that. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah. it was just a funny yeah. sort of moment that it was the fact that I was wearing a Canada kit, and then we got into this random. I just overheard their conversation, so it was kind of funny. All right, cool. 
Well, that is it for us this week. Uh, oh, wait, no, it's not. I oh. lied. Predictions. Oh, no, no. One all. Me too. For Toronto, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm picking Toronto on mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna go nil nil Houston. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. You gotta. Hey, you gotta hold firm Mm. to what you believe in, Duncan. Mm -hmm. So that's important. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that is it for us this week. Join us next week as we recap the annual VMP go out for Kristen and Mark's birthdays and drunkenly watch TFC tie on the road or lose on the road as they usually do. I can't imagine people wanting to hang out for that. Yeah, I know, but we do anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, check our tweets for this year's hashtag. Oh. Last year it was drinking with Kristen, but I think this year we'll have to change it up a little bit. Yeah. Mark has a pop. <laughs> Mark turns uh, a certain age. Yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> fine fucking wine. <laughs> Hashtag Tony drinks blue cheese. Oh, yes, yes. I still have that <laughs> <Yes>. video. <laughs> For the record, if you ever thought about joining us, if the threat of one of us drinking, chugging blue, blue cheese, cheese is a reason to come out to the bar, DM us. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> we'll tell you where to join us. We have no problem telling you because we ain't not periscoping that thing. No. Um, anyway, and of course, we'll talk about the Houston game and the Olympics and some other stuff, too. Probably. Probably. That's our thing. Yeah. All right. So thank you, gentlemen, for joining me this week uh, on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, etc. <laughs> on the interwebs at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your mother to suck eggs. Now, boys and girls, let's try it again. As for me, I am your happy, shiny host, wearing her rose-colored glasses. You can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. Uh, Casey Knowles. I'm Chris Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Damn it, Tony. You and your fragile hamstrings. Right? God. We had a Josie at. Well, it just means he'll just come back in really good form, but we only have him for the podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, really, really, it's what he gets for leaving early. That's true. That's true. If he just stayed to the end. He just game. stayed to the end. Yep. Never would have happened. No, I got a rush. I'm going to be. Oh, I killed my hamstring. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what yeah. happens. So fragile. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Yeah. All right. But his his podcasting game was much better when he was in the Netherlands. Strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hamstrong. Yeah. Hamstrong. Yeah. Have you ever listened to his English work? Oh, oh. Jesus. Yeah, no, I no, tried that was, to. That's, that was a nightmare. That's, we're <laughs> that glad that's uh, been a put aside. A lot of hype. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hype in what? Two shows? Pathetic. It was, mm. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. tough. That's yeah. tough. Yeah.